Welcome to the Hoops Culture Podcast, where we talk about all things basketball. We're back with episode 18. It's been a week. Oh my god, I'm sorry guys. Uh, I'm honestly sorry. I've really just been caught up with school and, you know, other stuff that I, I really couldn't um, get another episode out for a little while. I'm really sorry. Um, but we are back, and I am so excited for this episode. We're going to be talking about something we've never talked about um, in all 18 episodes. I'm a big fan of NCAA basketball, as is most people. March Madness is one of the best things ever made. Um, March Madness is so fun. I love it. And we're going to talk about some NCAA college players to really look out for the season um you know uh there's a lot of juniors and seniors who look amazing um that i think are gonna have amazing years this year so without further ado let's get right into it um i'm gonna start off with someone who is one of the more shorter i think yeah the shortest player in college basketball right now um, transferred from Miami to Arkansas, and that is Chris Likes. Chris Likes um, is a very explosive player. Kind of really just got viral off his height, but, like, it's you can't really just judge him all, all like, he's famous just because of his height. This guy could play. This guy's a great player. Um, I love watching him. I love watching him play. He pushes the pace. He plays really tough has that dog in him like he really just wants to succeed um the average 15 15 points last year four rebounds which is amazing for someone his height and uh five assists he only played two games i remember the game he got hurt like an ankle injury looked pretty bad um decided to transfer out of miami to arkansas um and i think he's gonna have a really good impact there um arkansas is relatively not the best basketball program of my memory. Um, I think he's someone that could push push the pace. Um, you give it to him as soon as uh, as soon as you get a rebound on a fast break, he's pushing the pace, going to make a play. Um, plays extremely tough. He has a good three point shot, which is something you really want out of your point guard. He's a lefty too. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for him. The only thing, obviously, is, you know, his height. That's probably the worst thing. He's 5'7". Um, do I think he could go to the NBA? Probably not, but that doesn't mean he's not going to He's not gonna stop trying. I mean, he already got to the Division One level, being 5'7". If he could get to the NBA, that's impressive. Um, I mean, I could definitely see him on a G League team. He's, he's a great player. He's a great player. And just because, like, height does not... Height does not matter. Your heart matters, in my opinion. Obviously, in the NBA, it's a little tough when you're five seven. But man, if he could get to the NBA, that would be that would be like heartwarming. I, lo- I love this guy. Um, one of my favorite players. That's why I'm talking about him. Yeah, um, he's someone we should really, really look out for this year, and it's going to be really fun to watch him play. So yeah, Chris Lakes. Next, we got. Uh, son of an NBA legend. He's a point guard slash shooting guard from Vanderbilt. 
Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah, a, a, there's a common trend with a lot of NBA sons or or daughters. Um, they tend to not really be as good as you know their parents because you know some some parents are legends. I mean, there's exceptions where Del Curry was you know he was a good player. And Steph Curry's a lot better than he was. You know, um, Joe Bryant and Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah, that's really you know you could really see that. But then you got guys like Gary Payton and Gary Payton the second. Kenyon Martin and Kenny Martin Jr. Um, oh, why am I jogging memory right now? But yeah, you know, guys like that who just don't live up to the potential. Uh, Sha- Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, Sharif O'Neal, D-Wade, D- Zaire Wade, you know, just a couple of guys. I mean, even in other sports, you got Randy Moss, one of the best wide receivers ever, and his son, Thaddeus Moss, could barely be on a team right now. You know, um, it just shows sometimes the expectations, in my opinion, the expectations are too high or kids really do generally get forced to be, um, to be playing the sport and live up to their, to their, um, fathers or mothers. It's just really, really like, it's really tough. I mean, to really live up to those expectations, like, you know, Michael Jordan's sons, they, they weren't. They weren't. They were good ball players. They were good in college. They didn't make the league because the expectations were way too high. You know, it's just like in anything in life, it's really hard to live up to your parents. You got to be your own person. That's one thing I'm actually like. You know, for for LeBron James Jr. The kid obviously is a great. He's a He's a good ball player, but, you know, he's kind of gotten some privileges that he shouldn't have gotten, like a full ride to Kentucky. I don't think he deserves a full ride to Kentucky. He's a great player for sure. He's not, he's not even, I don't think he's top five in his, in his class, his high school class. He's top 30. He's a great player though. He, he'll definitely play D1. Hopefully he gets to the NBA. Who knows? But, you know, it's really hard to live up to someone, especially if you're forced to play play or do the job or anything like that. But enough of my rambling. Scotty Pippen Jr. I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. In the NBA, yeah. I think he's going to be a great player. Average 20, 21 points per game, three rebounds, five assists for Vanderbilt. He's most of their offense, like really, he's most of their offense. Um, he's a decently efficient player. He's a good good guard, um, has a feel for the game. He doesn't look like sluggish he's very smooth can control the ball i'm a big fan of his um he was going to declare for the draft um last year but uh he decided to stay one more year at vanderbilt which is smart you get more um familiar especially with kind of like that covid season was kind of like a little bit different especially without the fans but you know he gets back um with the fans in vanderbilt um gets kind of that environment back works on his game more possibly has an even better season than he did last year. And he, I, I believe he could get drafted in the first round. He's a first-round talent. He's a great player. You know, I don't think he's defensively, defensively as good as Scotty, but he could be potentially a better offensive player than Scotty. I mean, obviously, it's a lot to say because Scotty Pippen's one of the greatest players of all time and a, a top-ten player of the 90s. But, man, like, 
Um, Scotty Pippen Jr., look out for him. He he could be a good point guard for for a lot of teams. I don't know about starting, but you know he could be a good backup point guard. So yeah, Scotty Pippen from Vanderbilt. Um, he's a great player. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he goes to the NBA because I would love to see that, and we need more. I would love to see a Pip, uh, a Scotty Pippen Jr. in the NBA. So yeah. Next, um, former amazing high school athlete. He's a really good player. Um, bully ball, straight bully ball, man. That kid could play bully ball. Um, I've never, I haven't seen a prospect like him in a while. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. He's just like a really old school type of player, but I really think he could be effective in, in today's NBA. I don't know why. He's got a great feel for the game. His post up is insane. He's insanely strong. 18 points per game, 9.5 rebounds, uh, not any assists basically. 1.4 blocks is impressive at the collegiate level. Um, yeah, he's he's really really fun to watch. Um, he's kind of obviously an old school type of player. Um, you know, he actually recently got suspended for like selling team merch a little bit too early than than he was supposed to, which, I mean, that's kind of stupid. You're really going to suspend them, like, I think it was, like, three games for that. I mean, the guy's trying to go to the league. You don't got to do all that. But, yeah, you know, he's suspended. Um, yeah, I think he's a great player. Um, big and strong. I think 285 pounds, which is absurd. If he could develop a jumper, I think he could be a great player in the league. But as of right now, no jump shot, just straight bully ball. I could see him going around the second round um kind of like how Luca Garza was because everybody knew he was a good player offensively but like defensively he was he was atrocious but you got Kofi Cockburn um looks good on both ends just you know a little bit old school for today's NBA hopefully he learns how to you know have a very nice jumper and he'll be very very good can't wait to see that so yeah Kofi Cockburn um can't wait to see more of him this season. Next, uh, went to the um, championship game last year. Uh, former teammate of Jalen Suggs, Drew Timmy from Gonzaga. Yeah, man. He is, he is a beast. A straight beast, man. Drew Timmy is one of my favorite players in college. He's so fun to watch. I don't know why. He's just like, he plays so, like, so well, and he plays together with everybody. Um, just kind of looks, it, it just looks so fun to watch him. And I don't know, I, I don't know if he was ready to go to the NBA level last year. I think he's definitely going to be ready after this season. We're going to see more of him and how he plays this year. Obviously, all I, all eyes are on his teammate. Um, Chet Holmgren, who I think is a bit, uh, skinny, like really skinny. Uh, Drew Timmy is a 6'10", 235-pound forward, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 2.3 assists. And the notable thing is 65% from the field. The guy's, the guy's insane. He's a unit. He does everything. He does everything on 
the court and you just love to see it. his March Madness run was just insanely good, man. Like against <laughs> against Creighton, twenty two points. U USC twenty three. UCLA really really good game from him. Seventy three percent field. Man, he's he's a dog. Um, can't wait to see more of him. And yeah, that's that's great. I can't wait to see where he goes in the future. Last but not least, I'm going to talk about probably one of my favorite players in college right now, Johnny Juzang. He is a bucket. He wasn't really that good um, the previous year, before last year. The previous year, he wasn't that good. Didn't really get too many minutes. But when he got minutes this year, he was balling 16 points, 4.1 rebounds. Two assists. Yo, he's going to be a dog in UCLA. He played pretty well in March Madness. Um, I think this is the year he goes to the NBA. Um, he's going to show a big improvement, especially with a bigger role. He's going to shoot the ball, lights out. And yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say here. He's just going to be an insanely good player. Can't wait to see him. Yeah, that's it for the college talk. Now, we go on to... The YouTube scene. The YouTube scene has been pretty interesting as of late. But this man, Nick Briz, has effectively bounced back um, from what happened with him and Chris. I mean, they obviously still have, you know, big beef. They're just probably never going to go away. Um, he, you know, sorted everything out with Cash Nasty, which is cool. You know, they're, they're going to be boys now still. Um, so... A lot of people were saying, Nick, you're not going to go to New York. You can't go You can't go there. You're going to get beat up there. Bro, I'm from, well, I'm from, you know, not the best part of New York. It's Staten Island. It's not like, you know, not like Queens or Bronx or, you know, Brooklyn. I mean, I didn't like that time and stuff, but like, yeah, whatever. But um, Nick Briz, bro, this guy, this guy, Nick Briz, played amazing in New York. He was not missing, not missing at all. And he brought his squad, you know, he had him, Carlos, Chauncey, uh, Abraham, Iman, whatever, whatever, he's a funny, funny dude, honestly. Like, 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 you know, before all that, that man will hit one shot and say, I'm like that, won't hit any other shot. I mean, I love him, though, he's cool as hell. Uh, he's really funny. Um, he, he shot, I think he shot the game winner in the, in the first game. <laughs> he's yelling at one everyone's going around and they're hyping him up like that that environment's cool that's one reason why i would love to start like irl irl videos which is gonna happen soon just keep that in mind but yeah um <laughs> carlos carlos is probably the coolest coolest dude i mean yo carlos nah, i'm obviously not big yet if you ever want to hop on the podcast just hit me up on ig we'll, we'll set you up on a call and we'll talk it's all it's all it's not it's not too not that hard. If you want to hop on, it's it's simple. You don't got to come come all the way here, come in my house or anything like that. You just talk over the phone. But yeah, Carlos hit a deep three. He was bro. He's actually getting better, which is funny. Like he he's playing great, <laughs> and it's like okay, it's like pickup or whatever. But man, bro, he was hitting shots. He was hitting deep threes. I mean, obviously, he needs a lot of work like on everything else besides the shot. But bro, his shot actually like goes in now like really goes in you know chauncey chauncey's a bucket nick 
was surprising. I didn't expect them to score that much against like good players. Then they played um Fatboy SSC squad. Um shout out Fatboy SSC, he's one of the funniest dudes on on Instagram. Um yeah, <laughs> Nick threw it off his head and Fatboy was just chasing him and just like picked him up and tried to slam him. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens in street ball. But you know, it's annoying. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like someone to throw the ball off my head either. So yeah, I agree with him on that. But yeah, um yeah, I, I think I think Nick really earned the respect of a lot of people, um, especially just, like, everybody from New York. Like, because he could really just go out. He, he really went out and played played his heart out. He didn't play scared. And now he's owning up, and he's not acting like he's not going to be lying about anything. He's going to be truthful to everybody. I mean, you know, obviously you have to keep things secret, but, I mean, like, with a lot of things. But YouTube, like, like certain things, just, like, playing a pickup basketball game, you don't get to lie about. You gotta lie about like you know games you won, games you didn't win. He posted those two games and he lost one of them. And he and he was honest about the title. New York City guys run us out of the park after we lost or whatever. So yeah, I mean Nick's a great dude. Um, looked like a looked like a fun environment. You know, talking trash to everybody. Chauncey was talking trash with that one dude. That was really fun. And yeah, you know we just love we just love videos like that, don't we? Like you know. Especially him and Cash Nasty's relationship is better now. Nick admitted and said sorry to everything, you know. It's just, that's all that counts. Be saying sorry, apologizing for your mistakes, and moving on. If you don't make the same mistakes again, you're a good man. You're a good man. Everyone makes mistakes. Listen to this. Everyone makes mistakes. That's, that's life. That's life. If you keep doing those mistakes and don't learn from them, then, there's, you know, that, that's when you're really wrong. When you do one mistake, no matter how bad it is, you know, everyone deserves a second chance and we could all be, you know, we, we could all be forgiven if we really want to better ourselves. That's all. That's one thing I got to say. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm really happy for Nick. He really turned, turned everything around. But last but not least, we're going to go into the big leagues, the NBA. We're going to talk about how the Golden State Warriors are dominant. Dominant. Man, I did not expect them to be this this good without Klay Thompson. I believe they're number one in the West right now. Um, Steph Curry is going insane right now. Um, you got Gary Payton the second, who's having a really, really surprising year. I didn't, I didn't expect him to do like this good at all. I... He was barely in the league for a little while. You got Wiggins, you know, a little a little slow. I mean, obviously it's only been like eight games. But then again, man, like it's it's really been a fun a fun year for the Warriors. I'm not like, you know, obviously it is a bit early, but bro, they look dominant. And everyone was saying, Oh, they gotta wait till when, when Clay comes back, when Clay comes back. Clay's not even back and they look they look incredible. Draymond Green, his averages are slowly going up. His field goal percentage is great. Probably one of the best field goal percentages he's had in a while. His assist numbers are amazing. Um, rebounds, 29th in the NBA, 8.7 rebounds. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy that Draymond's doing good. A lot of people do hate on Draymond. I, I used to be a Draymond hater, but I, I, I like him now. He's a cool dude, you know, Iguodala's, uh, you know, 
doing his stuff, getting in, playing defense. You got Jordan Poole, who's who's going off, going off. He's a potential most improved player of the year. Candidate, 18 points, 3 assists, 35 from 3, 47 from the field. I can't wait for him. Um, can't wait for him to just, you know, show people how good he is. And he has. He has showed everybody how good he is. Steph Curry, everyone knows what Steph Curry does, man. His three-point percentage is a little, like, low for what he is. I mean, it's 37%, which is amazing. You know, he usually gets a lot better. He's having, a, he's having like, a little shooting slump. But everything else, he's looked amazing. Like, his rebound numbers are great. He's almost averaging seven rebounds a game, six assists. Perfect. All you could ask for Steph Curry, just be a good leader and score when you need to be, when you need to score. Um, some of the younger guys like Moses Moody hasn't really like played too much to, um, to like really, uh, assess them. Like same thing with Kuminga. You can't really assess them like that. They're not really playing. I mean, I wouldn't rush them to play kind of get, get them some more experience off the bench, see how everybody plays. And I think second half of the season, that's when you really like give them minutes. My question is, how does Clay Thompson fit into all of this? How does Clay Thompson fit into this? Same thing with James Wiseman. James Wiseman has been out. Um, Kevon Looney has has uh, taken taken the role not too not too bad. I mean, I think Wiseman's going to be obviously better for the long run. Um, he's a good young player, you know. But how do him and Clay really fit? I saw shout out to Pick a Side Podcast. Those are my guys. One of my favorite um favorite YouTubers, but like I heard Joel, one of the main guys on the on the um podcast, say, I think Clay should come off the bench. <sighs> I was thinking about it. I don't think Clay should come off the bench at all. Clay needs to start. He needs to get reps in. You can't limit him. I don't think Clay, I think Clay is going to be the exact same player he was when he left. I don't think his defense. I think the only thing that will decline is his defense. His defense is prone to decline because of you know just the step his shooting's not gonna is never gonna change ever 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 he's gonna be the same shooter he was hopefully he's moving off the ball well but that was the main part of his game so you know hopefully we see i think clay needs to start once you put clay in with that with those guys i think you move i don't know i think i think you got to start wiggins um I think a lineup of when everyone's healthy. You got Curry obviously at the one, um, Wiggins at the two, Clay at the three, Draymond at the four, Wiseman at the five, and you have Poole and some of the other guys come off the bench. Bietelitsa has been incredible for them. He's kind of actually distributing the ball like really well. Um, Bielitsa really didn't get too many minutes in Miami, but. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be very good for this team. I I've had, I'm a true believer in this team. I think they could go to the finals. I think they are the best team in the West. So yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really excited just for everything about the season. I love I love basketball season, man. You know, basketball season is the best. So yeah, that's an episode. Thank you guys for watching. Um, let me know what you guys want to see on the next episode. Please comment down below. I I really appreciate it. I love the support. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram. Everything's in my uh, bio and everything like that. So yeah, I'll see you guys later. Peace.